What's going on, guys? We're now live for episode eight of the Stadia Source Roundtable podcast. How you all doing? Doing good. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Right. Outstanding. Outstanding. Given Again. the uh, current climate. I'm always outstanding. <laughs> Give so me a meringue um... update. <laughs> Straight away. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> And I don't know if you've noticed, but his actual avatar is a picture of me from like 10 years ago going <laughs> as well. So. <laughs> What's happening, guys? So we've got quite a few in the quite a few of you in the chat already. So I just want to give a quick shout out to some of you already here. So uh, Stadia Rocks, how you doing? Brandon? Club Stadia, how you doing, Brian? Uh, yeah, that's the picture of me that I was just talking about. <laughs> Should have used that one for your Facebook challenge, Dan. <laughs> How you doing, Charles? So yeah. What you what have you all been playing then? Let's jump straight into it. Ash, go first. Um for me it's mainly been the crew too. Um basically just blasting through the uh levels now. Um Pretty sure I've unlocked most stuff. The game is actually a, a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, it's like you, me, a lot of us have been playing it. Um, and the um, Destruction Derby, hilarious. Is that all you've been playing? Yes. Just the crew. <laughs> this week. <laughs> Tommy, how I can't about say you? a lot. Like I say, I can't say a lot more, but the Division 2 has been most of what I've played this week. Nearly went to play Doom. I need to finish Doom off, and I ended up playing the crew with you guys instead. Uh, it's the first time I've properly played, loosely used the word properly, but played the crew. Uh, and that was much more fun playing it multiplayer and those different types of races than it was just the start of the campaign, if you want to call it a campaign. But yeah, I, I, I think that probably is a game I like if I give it a bit more time and buy some vehicles rather than using stock motorbikes and beating ash on his <sighs> souped up motorbike that's pretty much me at the moment as well it was crap man. <laughs> Duncan yourself uh mr stadia arcadia forgot to pimp his own channel there because he's been playing something else maybe he's just wiped it from his memory Stacks on stacks <laughs> on stacks. <laughs> My so far least successful stream of all time. Uh, I played that for, or <laughs> probably going to come to it, I played that for about a grand total of five minutes this week. Uh, I also had a Blast in the Division 2 on Stadia, played Assassin's Creed, I played some The Crew 2. Uh, played a little PlayStation, which we're not going to talk about because we're not PlayStation source. And uh, <laughs> I'm in the top 10 uh, quite a lot this week in Slate Aspire and the Daily Channel, which, is, which I'm pretty happy about. So I've played, uh, I've played more this last week than I have over the last couple of weeks because of the situation. It's so not I'm an achievement playing. when only 11 people play it, though. <laughs> I know, but I'm in the top ten. That's, that's all that matters. <laughs> so I've been playing the the crew too, obviously, with some of you guys as well. Um, we tried to do a live stream of that as well for about three hours, which um, I kind of just forgot I was um, 
playing it, uh, streaming, if you know what I mean. We just had that much fun. We were, like Ash said, the demolition derby in it, and Fatality. it's just <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does someone want to explain? <laughs> I was literally typing, and it just played. So it sounds like this default shortcut setup. Brilliant. Can't touch my keyboard now for the rest of the stream. <laughs> no, that's the game. You are allowed to touch it. So never from just randomly appear. Yeah, I was a little bit um, apprehensive about getting into the crew too, um, even at the cheap price that it was as well. Um, because I'd heard good things about the crew one, but it didn't stick around long enough for me to kind of get involved with it, with it if you know what I mean. But Ashley introduced me to it and um, my friend Smad as well. Um, we just had three hours of pure banter, didn't we? It was just hilarious. And it's, it's actually really good just because there's not just, it's not just racing. You obviously can um, drive boats, you can fly planes, motorbikes, monster trucks. There's, there's so much to do in it. And I don't even think I've began to scratch, scratch the surface yet. I don't know about, you know what I mean, how far you guys through it. I don't think I've done any of the official missions yet, so I've just got stock cars, just like Tommy said a minute ago. But um, yeah, it's uh, progress yeah, days. I, I've been playing mostly Doom, Eternal, and Spitlings. You were going to say something, Tommy? Uh, well, on that, I keep forgetting Spitlings is now a a pro game, so I keep looking at my friends list and seeing more people playing it, um, which is obviously great news for the um, massive mini team having that extra level of um, players but I was just going to say yeah I, I just really haven't I haven't delved into the crew so I've played it with you guys and a ton of money in like no time at all it's kind of like breaking the game in a sense but I think I've, if I can actually just start playing it I think that'll be one of my more favorable games on the platform I've not bought a single thing yet from the game, so I should be able to afford a pretty decent car when I finally start spending some of that money. But um, stacks on stacks on stacks is diabolical. <laughs> I have not actually got around to playing it yet. I was going to try it just for the sake of trying it because it's free. I think I owe it to any game that's free to at least try it. But from what yeah, I've I did read, for five minutes and then I'm good, thanks. But that's the good thing. That's the good thing about Stadia with the pro games. You can just load them up and give them a go if it's not for you or not for you. So when a Game Pass system comes on, uh, I think people's uh, gaming uh, experiences are going to widen up. It was a good laugh playing with you guys on the crew too. Yes, you were. You were tech, and I think you played for most of that three hours as well. So yeah, we had a laugh even though you weren't in the chat. Uh, hey, happy. Andy Morph, thanks for being with us. Um, Zero, I have gone to and from Stadia version of the PC version of the Crew 2, and the Stadia versions feels more difficult to me. The AI drivers are way more aggressive. It's weird. I just put that down to my rubbish driving skills, I'm on, if I'm honest. <laughs> it's an interesting point, though, because like most most racing games now have a form of machine learning involved, don't they? So they either use your friend's data or your own data to challenge you more if you're playing online. Like Forza 2 is great at doing that. The ghosts were always of people that you had on your friend's list that were playing the game. 
And Stadia is a platform that allows that to be taken to a whole nother level. Definitely, yeah. Um, so Happy says he did lag on the first day, but it runs flawless now. I've had nothing but flawless experiences myself with it. Um, can't complain at all, really. I don't know about you guys. No, as long as I don't try and stream anything, uh, I'm fine. As soon as I try and stream at the moment, I get massive amounts of artifacts and blurry textures here and there. But, I mean, it's still playable, but I've just decided that probably not going to stream that much at the moment. See, when I was when I was streaming the other day for three hours, I didn't, like I said, I forgot I was streaming as well, mm-hmm. just because there was absolutely no hiccups whatsoever. So, um, yeah. So let's jump into today's news. Well, the news from the last week, and obviously we've had two new game announcements for Stadia, Gunsport, and Just Shapes and Beats. So, any ideas on whether you're going to be picking those up? I'll be picking them up because they're going to be in pro. Is that your prediction for the uh, for the week? Uh, if you want that to be a prediction of the week, you can be the prediction. I, they, they have got pro games. They've got pro games through all over them. Do everybody called stacks on stacks on stacks as a pro game? I think these two have got uh, pro games. Uh, the looks of pro games, and especially FPS launches when they're sort of coming out as well, because they're co-op games. So another ones which maybe could have some uh, sort of crowd play as well. It's just things like that you need to look out for going forward. It's interesting that um, Gunsport's been touted as a form of uh, eSport as well. I don't quite understand if they mean that from a literal point of it's like volleyball with guns or if they're planning on some level of competitive edge or market for it. So it kind of reminds me a tiny bit of, um, I think we've spoke about this in the past, iDarb as well. Um, in that it's like a football-y type of game, but obviously on not on so many levels. So I can definitely see the eSport of it, if you like. I, I think that's Cryplay has got uh, things in that, especially with the Amazon announcements, which we may touch on later. I, uh, I think that's something just to keep an eye on. I think any sort of co-op game going forward is going to have cry play on it it just it kind of makes sense though doesn't it because like that i don't know how much people know about this game but if they've watched the trailer they'll see that you have the same weapons throughout the game other than your teams have like a special weapon so you could imagine from a crowd play point of view that they might be able to help level one of the teams up to get that ability quicker or they may have a choice in what that weapon is going to be so yeah, there's some interesting options open to developers with co-op kind of multiplayer co-op games now that we've never been able to see before. It's kind of like the reverse of Dark Souls where people join your world to to troll you, except <laughs> this could now be literally your audience doing it. Like horde mode against your audience. Yeah, uh, we've seen that on Borderlands and with the Twitch inter- integration. Uh, I think that happened on... Uh, Tom's stream on uh, Science of Street, uh, Stadia. Uh, he yep. just came through Twitch and everybody was not trolling him. I don't know who would troll him, but but that was happening. Not Bob Trolley, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So um, one of the things I want to kind of bring up with you guys as well is that um, we've seen in the past some articles about how Stadio is not kind of um, cooperating with indie titles so much. Um, yet we've had an announcement from the makers of Gunsport that without Stadia, this actually wouldn't have been possible. Stadia was the one that gave them the funds and, you know what I mean, the motivation to, to actually get this out there because it was originally shelved, wasn't it, for a while? Yeah, that's right. They've, they've released another title in the meantime and then went back to this because of Stadia. And not to segue yet, but Get Packed is a similar similar story. They were approached very early on and Stadia very much were behind them to create that game. So I think since we've seen the GDC talks and um, it's Aaron, her name is in it, I think, that was wearing the Goose shirt, yeah. that was just a massive, I'm not going to say it, F you to <laughs> the sources that are stating that Stadia don't want to work with dev teams and I think uh, indie dev sorry and this is I think just a massive middle finger to everybody that they are just announcing indie game after indie game after indie game now and specifically people that couldn't do it without Stadia's help nobody else was there to fund that and help them get it on yet yeah, Stadia are here bringing games out of the graveyard <laughs> Yeah, the the thing is as well. Not, they actually said in the GC, <laughs> the GDC talk uh, that uh, they they were more specific to start off with, and now they're you're beginning to open up the gates a bit more. Indie games are fast and wide. Some of them are good. Some of them are absolute pile of something. And, They're niche still, aren't they? Whilst yeah. the general public might not like them, there will be somebody that likes that game. Well, what, what I mean is there could be a one-man dev team, first first ever game. That's still an indie game, and that's going to be maybe not a complete car wreck, but yeah. there's going to be such a mix. So some of these game people who were going there were saying could be the games could be just absolutely rubbish to start off with, and that's why they were rejected. Yeah. And uh, I mean, there's got to be a level, right, as well. You don't literally want everybody to go, I'm going to publish my game on on Stadia and Stadia just onboard everything because that will hurt them in the wrong way. Well, there's not a right way to do that, but <laughs> it won't do them any favours at all. But just seeing a variation of the games that are appearing on the platform is great. We went from everyone kind of saying like there's too many first person shooters on Stadia to them now just releasing every other avenue possible that they can get hold of at the moment, which for me is great. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Duncan. No, I was, I was just going to say as well, you, it's just uh, something more with Tommy. Tommy, you're drinking Monster at this time of night? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you're not getting any sleep tonight. <laughs> it's been one Maybe. of them. <laughs> Maybe that's the idea. <laughs> uh, where was I going there? Yeah, the indie games. Uh, basically, uh, I can't even know. I can't even remember what's going. No, I just remembered. Now it's came back to me. It's the the Stadia is different from Steam. You're not downloading it onto your own computer. You're downloading. Or they have to actually onboard it. So they can be a bit more picky and choosy, and they don't. They probably do not want every game under the sun on the system, 
which is which isn't going to sell. I think there has to be a minimum viable sort of level of a game, and like they can be a little bit more picky, which I probably want. Yeah, I, so, I just want to highlight this comment here from uh, Progress Day. People want the titles that are getting attention, like the COD remake, and you're absolutely right. Um, no one obviously wants to be left out from those big, big titles like Call of Duty and FIFA and what have you. But at the same time, I think we, we all know that those games are going to be coming. It's just a case of they take longer to create them, these indie titles, which can maybe be bashed out in a few months. Um, especially if, if they've got the power of like Google behind them. And it's, I don't know, I think I've read somewhere that we need to kind of saturate the market with at least some games. Because one of the one of the things I've learned about Stadia is that you can never satisfy everybody. There's always going to be someone complaining. At first, it was the lack of games. Then it was the, the lack of anything but first-person shooters. Now it's um, the fact that we've got too many indie games that, you know what I mean, people don't really care too much about. Um, we just kind of need to wait, I think, and see what happens. You muted. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Duncan. Do you want to move on from that? He still hasn't realised he's muted. <laughs> You've got a big mute sign next to your name on StreamYard. You do. <laughs> You know, <laughs> we can all see it. <laughs> Just okay. Um... <laughs> now, so in, fix, in fixing that accidental fatality that happened earlier on, it turned out that I binded it to the return key, uh, and I've now accidentally removed it. But that would have been the perfect time to use it. <laughs> Bit uh... of shit. Is that working now? Yes. Yeah. I, I uh, here we go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be in the fires, but my internet's been up to the left all day. It's been dropping in the night, so I think that's what happened there. Okay, no worries. So, what were you gonna say? <laughs> he forgot. <laughs> and he's muted again. <laughs> muted again. No, I know I was muted there because I was sorry because uh, I had forgot. Oh. <laughs> Oh. oh yes, I remember now. See, my head is like a sieve. I, if I don't say the things when I have them in my head, they're liable to go. It was about the, it's old the age. age. It is old age because I am the old granda here. <laughs> uh, it's about these games uh, coming. Uh, I think we were talking about games. The AAA games will come. Uh, I had my wee talk with Chase earlier today. Um, we were touching on the coronavirus. Uh, I think that is going to have a knock on. Yes, and I sang happy birthday. Uh, Twice. Yes. Uh, uh, being serious here, Boris Johnson has just been rushed to hospital with the coronavirus. Really? Yeah, so yeah, I've just looked up. Yeah, so that, is, that has just happened. So that is quite serious. I know we're joking about it, but it's... Yeah, we're, yeah that, that side yeah. of it's not a joke. Yeah. Uh, with uh, the coronavirus uh, doing things with the delay of the games, I think we're going to have a lot of knock-on effects to our AAA games. And I think we're, 
if you asked me two months ago, was FIFA coming this year to uh, Stadia, I would have said absolutely. But with this latest, the way things are going, I'm more unsure because they're going to have to get the Stadia build done. And with the Stadia user base being so low now, because base hasn't launched because of the coronavirus, I think this is going to put Stadia back about six months. Yeah, I remember you saying that on the uh, on Chase's podcast. So, but you you know that it's going to end up being Google's fault, even if it's not Google's fault. That just seems to be the uh, current trend at the moment. So, yeah, I think they just should just carry on kind of ignoring all of it to be honest with you because whatever they say is just going to put them in the firing line more especially with some of the um, communications that we have seen from them uh, but I mean what what do you do in their position they're clearly not really doing anything wrong um, I, I agreed with um, everything that Duncan was saying during that um, show with Chase as well and I also think that we probably were supposed to get base right at the end of March. Um, I don't know how many people seen the tweet that I put out about, um, yet again, another Spanish stadio source confirming that Get Packed was supposed to launch on the 31st of March. Um, it just seems to all tie in really well with that. I mean, clearly that game was ready to go. That's why we are now seeing the level of communication that we've seen from them on Twitter. Uh, but with the current state, I don't, and base not launching, I don't think it's right for any of these kind of games that really will benefit from the uh, the base launch to be coming out. They may as well keep hold of them and have a, a better next quarter. Yeah, and I also think uh, we, were, we were meant to have a better... I'm not. We're going to get onto the pro games. I think we're we're going to have a better pro game month as well with base coming out, because I think they're holding on to some games like Assassin. I think Assassin's Creed is just when it's coming to uh, Stadia Pro, uh, just to get people converted. So we've kind of gone off on a bit of a tangent here. I also want to talk about just shapes and beats before we kind of move on to the next section. So uh, any of you guys check that out. Will you be buying? It's going to be a pro game. And, uh, <laughs> uh, no, uh, I haven't seen too much of it to be absolutely fair, but I have read a number of people and they are extremely hyped about this and they think it's got a real good... It's exciting people out there. So it's a music sort of rhythm sort of game. So I don't understand it, if I'm honest. Mm. The trailer to me didn't show me what you do. Uh, I'm not a massive fan of rhythm games other than the Guitar Hero and Rock Band series and Beat Saber, but they're not generally the kind of game that I would go and purchase. And this would probably be one that if it doesn't come out on a pro game, then I probably won't play it. Not to say that it, it looks good, but just like I say, I just don't get what the game is from that trailer. I don't understand what you do as a player. I just see loads of stuff flying around the screen, and that's it. Which you could say for a lot of games. I mean, Thumper was pretty similar as well. And being a rhythm-based game, we know it. We know that rhythm-based games can actually work on Stadia. Yeah. Again, Especially I wouldn't have bought Thumper. 
latency well, and lag and stuff like that. Yeah, so rhythm games have kind of got a special place when it comes to lag and latency because they have the ability to to negate or like we know that the Stadia platform has predict uh, it's not predicted, is it? I can't remember what their was it did they say that it's predicted input? Something like that, wasn't it? For games where they can guess what you're gonna do. So essentially preload all of the options that you could do so that it can transfer that quicker and help narrow down the, the time between actions. But Was it negative that's, latency or something? Yeah, negative some, latency. That's what yeah. they called it. And I mean inherently rhythm games have this built into them anyway because there are only a finite number of actions that you can do. So they're already preloaded. It's either successful or not. And I think I think for a cloud system that it probably plays better than it does on most local hardware. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, that's similar to me. It's like the trailer alone; it doesn't entice me. Um, but it's not the type of game I'd usually go for anyway. But when I used to play properly on my PC through Steam, um, I did buy a lot of indie games. Um, but for me, that's just what I'm going to have to pass, unfortunately. Unless it comes out and you find out it's really awesome. <laughs> we were wrong about Spitlings and Supergrass yep. and many other games which uh, we've we've cast our initial judgments on and then turns out actually they're quite fun to be fair sometimes. Yeah, um, I, think it... I just like to point out that I really wanted Spitlings from the day I seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, was and I thought that it was going to be uh, rubbish, and uh, I was on record of saying that. But I think <laughs> at this moment in time, I think we've discussed this before that uh, the way Stadia is with the number of games coming out, uh, any game that comes to the platform is high profile, and everybody will jump on it and give it a go. And if you go on your friends list, uh, any of the new games which are, which are big, seem to everybody seems to just jump on them because at this moment in time, it's all nothing but uh, the division two on my friends list. About two weeks ago, it was Spitlings or something else. But everybody seems to be playing the, the same game over and over again. So I think these games will get a go by some people. So I kind of want to break away from the uh, the show notes a little bit just to answer some of the questions that are kind of floating around in the comments at the moment just so that they don't kind of disappear into the ether. So uh, Stadia Rock says, has anybody, Duncan, seen stats on whether Stadia founders leaned in one gaming direction more than another, e.g. Xbox, PlayStation 4, PC versus nothing? I'll let I... you, Duncan, seeing as you're named. Okay, thank you for naming me, uh, Adam. <laughs> uh I haven't seen anything official, but I think it's uh, everybody seems to be from everything, and it's lots. There's people like me who have been cloud gaming for a while. There's the Nintendo people. You've got the uh, Stadia cast. Uh, they're obviously big Nintendo fans. Uh, I've got a PlayStation. I've got a Xbox. I, I any new console comes out, I buy it. I'm in like the atypical early adopter on basically everything. So I'm not sure about you guys. Uh, I I kind of supplement my Stadia with GFN, to be honest. Uh, I don't actually... Oh, I have Steam Client installed, but I don't have a single game in there installed on my machine at the moment just because I don't feel like I need it. I have one. One. <laughs> it's just oh, yes, one. Yes. 
We spoke about this before. I just don't use anything else at the moment. I'm, I actually found myself the other night looking through the list of games on Stadia and just being like, mm, I don't really want to play anything like this at the moment. And I don't have anything else installed. And that's kind of where I was thinking, like, I can't wait for cloud systems to be the norm. So they're like, right, it might not be on Stadia, but I can go to, even if Steam does it, whoever does it, Steam, Epic, whatever, just that we're being spoiled by Stadia now and just being like, right, yep, got that. No, no downloads, no patches, no waiting, just hit play and go. That's it's something that I find very hard to deal with on anything else now. It's why I don't have a console anymore and why I don't have anything installed in Steam because Steam starts up every day and then patches something. Welcome to why OnLive is my favorite ever platform. It just spoils you and you just buy a game, bang, you're done and in the game. Don't have to worry about anything in the background. And you just get used to it and I think one of the big selling points for me at the moment with Stadia is the SSDs in them because they're just so much faster. Yeah. That may, that's not going to be a selling point for much longer, unfortunately, for Stadia, but everybody else because of the PlayStation and Xbox going for. Yeah, you're right. They are all going to go to SSD. But what happens if there's two things? So, one, all the local hardware that moves to SSD, yes, it's going to have the effect that Stadia has now. But as we progress, those SSDs are staying the same for the life of that console. So what happens when we move to the next iteration of flash storage or PCIe upgrades again, and Stadia has the ability to take control of that? We then get that instant jump and nobody else can match it. Or what if Stadia just moved to m2 style ssds again that the bus that they go through is significantly faster than a standard ssd and it would probably make more sense to build configuration in that way in a in a server blade because you could fit a lot more storage in than you can in a a standard ssd sort of size so i think i think we're still we don't i mean talking like that i'm talking like google are going to go and upgrade however many hundreds of thousands of server blades they've already installed you're but trying to make chase yeah <laughs> <laughs> but the difference is that i i still feel like that these stadia server blades are not a stadia server blade this is google's cloud infrastructure that incorporates the stadia platform inside of it yeah, uh, what I'm what I was just generally meaning is it's it's big selling point for Stadia at the moment is the SSDs and that's just going to go further away. Yeah, what's what the big selling point is going forward is the no no storage. Yeah. The the point which was making was about the SSDs are going to be there because I, I what I want Stadia to do is release that big game, which is just an everlasting game, and just add expansion pack after expansion pack. You don't have to keep on buying, and the game just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's what I'm hoping we're going to go back to is lots of more expansion packs. So personally, I mean, I've. Uh... I've not really booted up my Xbox um, other than to play the Resident Evil demo, which I wasn't really that fond of. And I noticed the game come out the other day. And um, it's one of those things, if it was on Stadia, I probably would have bought it by now. Um, 
I know it's probably not going to be coming to Stadia for a while, but I also am not that keen to jump into it. I was absolutely day one hyped for Resident Evil 2 Remake, but and I should be with this one because I'm a massive Resident Evil fan, but I don't know, I'm just having more fun right now on Stadia, so you know what I mean? And I've noticed that um, Andy Morphs wrote that he's not picked up his Switch since the 19th of November. I mean, I couldn't tell you the last time I picked up mine either. I mean, I still haven't finished Pokemon Sword and Shield um, just because I've been having so much fun on Stadia. <laughs> See, I recently sold mine and I kind of wish I hadn't now just because I've never played an Animal Crossing game, but the fact that I can't look at any form of social media right now and not see that game kind of makes me want to try it and I can't they have a mobile app (laughs) (laughs) see I've seen it but I just don't get it like I I just don't get Animal Crossing (laughs) what's the point (laughs) but I bet you I'm probably one of these people that will pick it up if I did pick it up and I'd be hooked so it's the reason I've never it's the reason I never installed Stardew Valley. I have it, and I've never installed it because I look at that game and go, "Nah, it's not for me." But I know full well that if I actually start playing it, I'm not going to stop. There he You've is. Got it. <laughs> you can't play it on stream because then you'll get hooked, and then you'll just forget you're on stream. <laughs> uh, yeah, like for me, I've always been PC gamer, PC master race. Um, but when Stadia was announced and watched the announcement, obviously fell in love with the fact that you're able to stream it instantly, no, no matter where you are on pretty much any platform, um, well, device. Um, and again, like no updates, no downloads, none of that, which saves obviously saves a lot of space on your hard drive anyway. Um, but for me, I am still slightly leaning towards PC still, just because of the types of games that I do play. Obviously, aren't on Stadia at the moment, and if they are, then obviously I'll. 100% stay with Stadia. Um, I, I don't think Grinders come into Stadia, mate. <laughs> That's why I've got it on my phone. God. <laughs> Duncan, you can't do that. We murdered him. You can't do that. See, again, that's another use case for the finish him. <laughs> um, but again, similar to Tommy, um, like a huge fan of VR, had the uh, Oculus Rift, the Oculus Quest, which I'm still looking at trying to get back to. Um, Same which here. having pe- one day we will, we'll get there. Um, which again, there have been people theorizing that maybe Stadia could get a VR one day. Um, which again, as soon as they do, I'm all for the, their version of VR. Um, but until then, I might have to go back to the Quest. Just highlighting Rock's comment there. I don't know if you want to elaborate on that at all. Yeah, I think that is it. Because I think, uh, I don't want to say it, because it's going to get people excited. Ready Player One. That's where I see it going. Just Uh, not the app that they brought out for Oculus, because that game is trash. It's I just say it. You build up the foundation, and it's just going to expand out, especially with... I think VR is coming, maybe not to Stadia for the foreseeable future, but you can already see it starting to expand into Shadow and stuff, because Shadow are now pushing that. 
there we go. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Shadow have started pushing that in the US where they've released uh, uh, a package where you can hook up your Arculus Quest. Don't, don't be sending that to Tommy because he did it, he misses it for uh, his uh, videos. And uh, <laughs> uh, but they've they, they, they pushed it for the Arculus Quest over with the Half Life uh, Alex coming out. So I'm, I'm in the waiting list to get back into Shadow. I cancelled my subscription, but I signed up for one of the new funky packages. So I am wanting to give that a wee try with my Arculus Quest, which I didn't sell and play Beat Saver on. <laughs> Damn you. Right, so moving on from this topic then, uh, I know we've kind of already talked about this um, in terms of, well, pro games in general, but um, obviously the pro games for April are out now. We've already discussed uh, Spitlings, but, well, and Stacks on Stacks on Stacks, but uh, Serious Sam, has anybody got any input on that? It's making Kelly swear a lot. <laughs> I think me and Kelly are going to be doing a co-op stream in the coming days, which we're going to put on the channel. So I haven't played it as yet, but Kelly has absolutely loved it, to be absolutely fair. She is really enjoying that. I'm still yet to play it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I still yet to play it, and I don't think I'll play it until I finish Doom, because I don't really want to cross over between those two games. I, I don't think it's fair to a brand new AAA version of Doom against Serious Sam. No, Serious Sam is looks like a lot of fun. I've been watching Harry play it and she's really enjoyed it, but it is dated, we will say. Yeah. Well, with this uh, topic of pro games, I will give out the shout out to Stadia Rocks. Hi, Stadia Rocks. I did mention you. Uh, <laughs> We were having a discussion on Twitter today, which was actually, a, it's been going on all day. People have been dropping in the night. Uh, it's just my feelings on the pro games here. Have you noticed that games aren't dropping off? As in, you've been able to claim, like, what's it? Well, we're up to about six, seven, eight games now over this. Yeah. I think they're going the epic route here and they're just trying to get people to build up their library so get people in all the time or try and get people in and get them hooked in so they're in the ecosystem so they've always got something to play so this is their gateway into it and this is like uh as Stadia Rocks was said uh it's like building up your indie game library it's like your game pass library but not a game pass library it's just trying to get you as many games as possible so you're hooked in the stadium and you don't want to go anywhere else like everybody has been saying here stadia is the best place to play for for the most part except if you want to play doom eternal apparently and then you <laughs> and then you have to, uh, uh, your head will roll <laughs> yes my head will roll and so we noticed that um, Thumper had been extended as well by an extra month. So. Yeah, and there's an interesting comment which Stadia Rocks has just uh, put up there. That's, what we <laughs> That's just... exactly what I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I said, I, VR is coming. I think it is working and it's getting better every, every time. They've been experimenting on Shadow for ages now. And there's people saying it is usable. There is... There is some lag, but it's not making people too bad. So I think it will come. And this is why I'm saying I think we're going to see the era of the expansion pack hopefully coming back. 
Um, and it's like oh. uh, carry on, Ash. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like with a bunch of the uh, new devs that were announced um, last month. Quite a few of them did actually have um, extensive VR game collections. Um, so yeah, I can definitely see them being brought on for that case then. And that's what I was going to say. I was going to say the, the article that you you published on Stadia Source uh, with some of the devs that are looking at coming to the platform. But the fact that they were bringing VR games, and we also got to see, um, I forgot, I've just completely blanked right now. Those two games that we were all saying reminded us of Paul. Mm. They look like the perfect VR games as well, and it, it all seemed to come. At a similar time, and with what Rock said there, that they're looking for VR people to to work with them, then clearly they have a plan of pushing VR at some point to the platform. What I would say is temper your expectations. It's not coming next week. I'm I'm going to say it's only it's not going to come in the next couple of years. I think you're talking two, three years down the line because they want to get this established first before they venture out to get more elaborate. See, yeah. I. I actually reckon that probably end of next year we'll see it, purely based on what's happened with Half-Life Alex. Had that game not come out, then yeah, I'd agree with you. But Half-Life Alex has been the first real game to come to VR that's shown that that's a serious platform. It's no longer just a short half an hour game or an experience more than the game. A game like that that's come out and kind of shaken what VR can be. Uh, I think you are now going to see a whole shift in people going, yeah, maybe VR is worth our time. The problem is, if you look at the drop-off, uh, after the first day, it was a massive on the viewing figures on Twitch and whatnot and the actual playtime. The number of people on uh, Steam actually doing it. I, uh, the num- I've seen the numbers after a couple of days have just dropped off a cliff. Fair enough. I haven't, to be fair, I haven't looked at any metrics. It's all just gameplay. But that, that I am really looking forward to playing Half-Life, Alex, because that's one of the games I have sort of wanted to get the uh, shadow for, because that's yeah. the one I want to sort of give that a proper go for. But I am really, really excited for it. Oh, uh, if Kojima makes something with... Oh, my God. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> This is where you're going to have to walk with the baby on your back in real real life. Uh, Controversial Duncan, I don't like his games. Same. I'll be honest with you. I don't get Death Stranding whatsoever. Maybe I'm just yet to play it. I think that's a lot of the case with me. I see something and I go, hmm, I don't get it. But as soon as I play it, I actually probably really enjoy it. But I'm just not really a PlayStation person, if you know what I mean. I used to be, but not anymore. So for me, Kojima is more early Metal Gear Solid. The the later titles I never really got massively into, and I never had a PlayStation from the PS2, so I was locked out of some of them as well. But the Silent Hill series have been a long-standing favorite of mine, and I I just really hope that for for anything else that Sony managed to get the rights to Silent Hill and MGS, and that Kojima gets to work on those games again. Um, I haven't played. Death Stranding. I'd like to play it, but I don't know whether or not I'll get the chance to. If it comes to cloud, then I probably will. But to play a game like that 
on PC, I feel like you need to have a beefy rig because playing that at low settings is not going to do it justice. Absolutely. Um, so, okay, I'd like to move on to the next topic of today, which um, has been doing the rounds as well. And that is that YouTube have been gifting three months of Stadia Pro to YouTube premium subscribers. So um, one of the things we need to obviously be aware of with this is that um, if you've already got Stadia, this isn't an extension to your Stadia Pro. Um, and you cannot gift it to anybody else. It is purely for meant for the username or the email address that it was sent to. So, um, yeah, they could have really treated it more as a buddy pass, in my opinion, um, and get more people on Stadia. I think they could have done it one of two ways, either that or if you've already got a pro subscription, you can just redeem a buddy pass instead. So that you don't get, obviously, the the benefit of nothing. But I get why they can't just extend everybody's uh, subscription by a further three months. But if you are a pro subscriber and you're a premier user, just allow them people to redeem a buddy pass. That would have solved the problem. Yeah, so uh, Resurrector, it's a random selection. Um, I think it's only in the UK right now, isn't it? If I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I think I've the, read somewhere uh, it was only UK, but it will be coming to the US eventually. See, my thing for it is they're just managing. They're just they're trying to increase the numbers up a bit, and they're just trying to manage it. Just trying to get some more people on board, and uh, you know, people who have got uh, YouTube Premium are going to spend money. So, it all comes down to money in the end. Yeah, I think that they've already got. You know what I mean? Quite a few people, probably not that many people on YouTube Premium. I think we've we've spoke about this um, in that. Why would you really want to play for YouTube Premium? Because there's not really. Uh... Are you pointing to that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe maybe it's maybe it has come to the US then. So yeah, it must be a random sample. I think. Um... I think they're just trying to put, boost up the numbers a wee bit. Uh... Yeah. I will go probably on the YouTube premium when they bundle it, and I think it's just when they're going to bundle it. Well, I've just not seen anything that kind of makes me want to join YouTube premium. I mean, I know they've got shows that are YouTube premium exclusive, but they don't seem to be my cup of tea. Um, and getting rid of the ads is not really that big of an issue. They're not that intrusive for me anyway. It's no. more you. It's more you can download your music because they've combined the YouTube music. So if you've got Spotify, you can use that instead, and then you can download your YouTube videos for when you're on the go. So It'd be nice if they allowed you to then get past the copyright issues of playing in-game music when you stream. Yeah, a portion of that goes to the. Uh... See, I've I've always thought that was the case. Anyway, if you play copyrighted music in a, in a YouTube video, then all of your ad revenue goes to that artist. But Yeah, it's just, it's an issue when you, like, when they bring direct streaming in from within Stadia, like, if I, I cannot stream NBA with the music on because I instantly get hit with copyright infringement, but that game is baked in, the music's baked into the game. It's not like I have a choice other than to turn it off completely. Yeah. 
I wonder how they're going to get round that for later on. Uh, when I don't think they will. When? Unless it just automatically cuts out the that portion of the audio when it streams. Yeah. So anybody got anything else to add to this uh, YouTube premium subscriber thing before we move on? Or Nope. I'm predicting a bundle when base comes out. They're going to just bundle it up. And maybe for instead of being 899, it's going to be 12 quid or something. Just to get more people onto it and get more people hooked in. Because that's where everything's going now is subscriptions, subscriptions, subscriptions. So the... I know for me, if they bundle it in and it's under 15, or sorry, 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 if it's under £2 a month, <laughs> I'll get it. No, uh, if it's uh, under 15, 15 would be my top band for both. Uh, because I do, I've got Apple Music, and uh, if they bundle it, I would do that to get rid of the subscription to Apple Music. So there's just far too many subscriptions now. Yeah, I just subscribed to Disney Plus, so that's another one added on for me. I pay see, for the year. See, for oh. me, as long as uh, Google Music's bundled in, then I'll go for it. Okay, so um, this one, I know, Duncan, you've had uh, quite a lot to say about this particular subject, and that is uh, Get Packed. And I know you've mentioned it briefly already. Um, Stadia did an interview with them. It's just kind of standard interview that we've come to expect from Stadia at the moment. Like, what what was your idea for making this game? What was it like working with Stadia, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, we've – yeah, go ahead. You already know what I'm going to say, Duncan. So. No, I just want that you go. You work. I was, I was literally just going to say something about, like, when do we actually think this game is coming? Do we think it's ready? Like I said, I know we've already touched on it uh, briefly earlier, but – Squad kind of wanted to give it its own section, if you know what I mean. Me and me and Duncan, I think, have the same views on this, which is why I think we both went to talk at the exact same time. <laughs> I I think the game is done. It's ready. It's literally just waiting for the right time to release it now, which would have been the end of March. The fact that we've seen a huge boost in their social media presence building up to that day, uh, they were liking and uh, replying to everybody's tweets. They've rolled out this mini video series, and I think that's only come because they need to put stuff out for it now because the game should be there. It should be in everyone's hands, and I think that's also the reason why these videos are literally a minute and a half long. Like, see I love your people... uh, Sorry, <laughs> how, how long is the video? Which I didn't hear that there. This is what I was about to say, yeah. I love your two's banter between like, how long the video is going to be. Uh, and I can only imagine you absolutely munched on your hat when that video was only a minute or so long. Tommy. One minute 32. Yeah. Yes, Duncan was right. <laughs> Although, oh, we, if you we, in, if we include the intro, which was a minute and 50 seconds, then... <laughs> And we're still, we're still closer than we thought. I remember being everyone in the chat, like everyone that we come to expect from the stadium community was just in the chat, like, yeah, hype, hype. You know what I mean? 40 minutes left to go and stuff like that. And then the the video was one minute and it was like, is that it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, yeah. 
you were going to say something before I butted in then, Tommy. Because apparently we all butt in <laughs> to one another. <laughs> I, uh, it, it was, I can't remember what it was. It would have been some kind of satirical comment aimed at Duncan. Probably the best then. You got yeah. away with that one, Duncan. That's good. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm disappointed. I'll be honest. I'm disappointed that that's the way that they chose to do this. I think people will look at it as a little bit of a as a joke, but not in a good way. That people are waiting for a game to then have a literally a minute and a half of which the logo screen took up probably twenty seconds of. Um, and if if a game gave me that as an intro, like tutorial to play a game, I'd actually be a little bit put off by that. Like when when people give you tutorials, it's literally slapping you in the face and calling you stupid if you can't do that without them telling you that. It's just I, I don't see that that's going to give them any. It's not going to win them any uh, any more players. Put it that way by putting out videos like that. So. Obviously, we've got a competitor for Get Packed in moving out as well. Is has that come out on other platforms already? Uh, it's, if it's not out, it's out soon. And you've got that other. What's the other one called? Which is on the Epic. So you've got one that's like a, a delivery food delivery something in there, and then you've got another one that is just a blatant rip off of Get Packed. But do we think if Get Pack doesn't release by the time this moving out is released, uh, it's going to impact the sales at all? No. Because I don't know. I don't, I don't think it will. I'm going to get my favourite sort of word in here about the Stadia community. The Stadia community is very ancestral. And uh, uh, everybody has been looking forward to Get Packed. So, and the, the community is small still despite all these freebies going out. So if it's going to impact it, it's going to be very, very minimal, I, I believe, because I think everybody who's going to want to get packed or want to play it in Stadia, or that moving out, I don't think it's going to be too much of an issue. It's going to be disappointing. For the, the other one. Sorry. sorry. Yeah. Or over... over uh, there's a couple of them, isn't there? There's Overcooked and there's Overcooked 2. So they, these games are this slightly different style of it, but I don't think it's going to be... They're not going to miss too many seals from it. If you remember back to GDC, we were going to get a GDC talk from the Get Packed uh, developers, which we're going to talk about Cryplay and all that, and that has all that has completely disappeared uh, off the face of the earth. So... Yeah. I know we spoke about it um, internally. I don't think we've really spoke about it much, um, sort of more officially. But I, I think if that game releases without some of these features, then the scores that people award this game in sort of reviews and things are not going to do the game justice it deserves. I, I honestly wouldn't care now if if we say we don't get base until September or maybe not base, the crowd play, these sorts of things, which probably will come with base. If we don't see them towards the end of the year, I would rather not see Get Packed launch until then. They're not going to wait that long. They can't afford to wait that long, I would imagine. But I would rather it not release until those things are in place because for me, that is a game that I would probably stream an awful lot providing that that feature was 
there to use. Yeah, and then you've got uh, how long is the exclusivity? I can't say exclusivity lasts. Is it six months or is it the year? And when does that start? Has that started already, even though the game hasn't released? Or there's things we don't know? Yeah. Um, I've asked the question now probably 15 times, and I just, they, they don't give away anything. They're really good at not telling you anything. I think you'll get a 12-month deal on that game. And that's mostly because I would imagine it's kind of been built with Google's money as well, which is a little bit different from how most exclusive... I mean, you always pay to have exclusive rights, but generally speaking, you don't you don't get development money from, from a platform for a game that is essentially an indie title. Uh, to be honest, uh, I'm not sure if my head has went blank as per usual. I'm not sure if this is in our show notes here, uh, the Amazon uh, news. Are we... You can go ahead and talk about it if you like. Yep. Uh, I see these sort of games being in the Twitch service coming out. Uh, Amazon have announced their uh, Project Tempo, but which was meant to be out this year. I still think it's coming out this year in some form. Uh, but they have mentioned in that uh, New York uh, Times article that they are going to be releasing games on the Twitch, which are smaller. And this is the sort of games I can see them putting in. Uh, so this is where Stadia need to be careful and they really need to get the crowd play up and running as soon as possible because this goes on to Twitch. I think it's going to, not this game, but just the other games, are streamers are going to just lap it up. Yeah, and I again, it's it's a it's like a checkmate move, right, to, to Stadia, that if they say, yeah, we, well, we know that something has been worked on, right, we don't know what it is. I know a lot of people say it's it's not a platform. Uh, I had a, had a discussion with some folks over on Reddit that even when you link direct quotes out of the article, that they say that it doesn't reference that it's cloud, um, but that you, you can't tell some people anything. Uh, this, if they manage to incorporate the ability to play games in Twitch, like through crowd input somehow, before Stadia launch their version of Stream Direct and crowd play, they need to be doing something very good to win people back over. Because if they launch that in a beta and they have that available and they have first party games available, Stadia are not going to disappear. They're not going to crumble under this, but they are certainly going to see a lot of people trying out another service. And I reckon Amazon will deliver it in a much smoother way than Google have delivered Stadia. Uh, my concern for Stadia is who's been claiming their Prime games? I know I have been. I think that could be a part of your Amazon or project. Okay. Yeah. I can see that happening, and you've been building them up over a wee while. Yeah, I agree with everything you've you've kind of said there. I've not been keeping too much up to date with um with this project tempo. Um, it's very hard to find anything. I've been searching for it. That's pretty much why, because I mean, what what I tend to see. 
tends to not be from official sources, if you know what I mean. So I, I take them with a pinch of salt until I see Amazon actually saying something about it themselves. You know what I mean? I kind of... I would trust the New York uh, Times' article because they were actually talking to Amazon themselves and yeah. this stuff came out in the article. So they've leaked it to it without actually doing it official. But basically what they've basically said, they've got three exclusive games. I haven't said they're coming to Project Temple, but I think they're obviously... <laughs> At least that uh, co-op shooter is going to be coming to, and I think the other uh, the the new world. Lord of the Rings, I mean, yeah, yeah, and I think them both are coming to it. So you're going to have three big first-party games and announced semi-announced for it, and then you've got the Twitch stuff coming in the summer. So they've got it's there is a bit of a roadmap there for them. Okay, so um, one of the last things I want to talk about today before we kind of wrap the show up is uh, Stadia Player One. Um, he has released his Founders Edition cases, and you you can purchase them now. This is what we're talking about, if you're unaware. So um, let me just get rid of that so you can see Duncan's pretty face. Um, so obviously you're going to be getting a uh, a case for your controller. You can fit your controller in and your Chromecast in the mesh part of the top, as well as all your cables. Um, it also comes with a clip that you can uh, clip your phone onto your controller as well. So yeah, there's an article up on Stadia Source, um, and you can also find them on Eddie's Twitter um, at Stadia Player One. Um, any of you guys interested in purchasing one? Um, I know I'm going to be getting one from uh, Eddie. I would. The only okay, okay. Oh, Jesus. No. no. <laughs> that, that one, I didn't even catch that. That's that's just Duncan. Um, um, you're going to be getting one from Eddie, and you want one too. That's all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I, I'm an iPhone to... user. <laughs> So his, he wouldn't be compatible with my socket. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. So, it's almost about this time of the show we come off a socket. I know, it's right at the end, isn't it? It's like, it's like we've all been holding it in and then we just have to let it go. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that was coming. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I... Uh, genuinely, though, if I had an Android device, I would definitely get one. But considering I don't know when it's going to be coming to um, to iOS, it's just something that I'll, I'll wait on. If he gets another another load in when that comes around, then yeah, I probably will. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm going to be getting one as well. So I'll, I'll do a review up um, on that. Duncan, you put me off, man. <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll be putting a review up on that um in case anybody's uh wondering about getting one for themselves but i believe he only has limited stock i think he, he only had about 100 or something like that so if you want one i'd probably try and get one before long before before they all go out and you can also uh, contact eddie about shipping as well because i do believe he does ship outside of the us um i think he's basically fronting the cost for that himself so um definitely hitting them up if you're interested 
Yeah, uh, if I was on Android, I would be definitely getting that uh, as well. But I am a iSheep as well, so I will be declining, unfortunately. But if uh, if and when it comes to uh, uh, the Apple devices, I will. Which we have seen some headway in, haven't we? Yeah, we have. I actually, I just want to ask you guys what your take on this was because I've seen a lot of people talking about it in the way that could this be paving the way for that to be coming. But I feel like it's—I hope that that's right. But I feel like it's more along the lines of being able to make purchases within apps rather than streaming or let's take streaming out of it rather than having Chrome work on an Apple device. And that'd be real great. I think it's going that way. I think they're going to have to. And uh, because I know for myself, uh, I'm from contract this either end of this year or early next year. And if it's not there, I'm going to probably be switching. Yeah, I, uh, exactly the same. I would 100% switch with the option now if I could. But I can, but I'm not paying 600 no quid to do it. It's making Apple look bad. I mean, from a business sense, it makes it makes sense to kind of keep everything in the house and keep everybody on your platform. But at the same time, the way that the general population is going, not just with gaming, but like um, technology as a whole, is it's a lot more inclusive of one another. We, I mean, in particular, when it comes to gaming, we're seeing a lot of the the gaming powerhouses like Xbox and, and Nintendo teaming up, um, for example. And you know, I mean, we've even seen. Xbox and PlayStation's age-old rivals coming together to allow cross-play on certain things. and um, That just seems to be the trend. And if you're not one of the people playing ball when everybody else is, that looks bad on you. So I think in the long run, even if it's not the immediate intention, this will lead to something along those lines, in my opinion. I hope so. Just a matter of uh, when. Uh, I desperately want one more the last time I ordered something in the States. I'll start with them again. Yeah, uh, Adam, definitely speak to uh, Eddie and see what you can do about that. Because, uh, like I say, he's going to be sending one to me, and I live in the UK as well. So, uh, um, Am I right in thinking that if you put it through as a gift, you can get rid of that? Last time I did something like that, yes. Because um, like the last item I bought from the States was £15 worth which the previous time it was anything £25 or more in value. That's when you get taxed, but they put it down to 15 So I thought I was free and then. Nope. Um, but yeah, it's any option that I can to label something as a gift, I do do that for that reason. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I know previously I've done it, but I haven't ordered anything from the States in quite a while now. Yeah, it's not often I do, so. The last thing I got from the States, it was a games console. Who can name it? That soldier boy one. You're on the right. You're on the right sort of way, but it was before that. I'm out. Android based, and it's highest ever Kickstarter for the time. I just mentioned it. That ER thing. Yeah, I did. It didn't come through. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's what I that was the last thing I got from the States was the yeah. 
and it was the biggest pile of nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, it did have to You're going to say something then, Tommy? I was just going to say, I didn't get the uh, the sensor noise. That was the only thing I didn't get out of the about 60-odd <laughs> sound effects that I did get. So don't need that one. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, I think that kind of about covers everything we wanted to talk about in this show, unless there's anything else that you kind of want to throw in at the last minute. Um, I also want to thank our Patreon subscribers as well. Is there anything else anybody wants to talk about? Let's talk about our feelings. How are you feeling, Duncan? I am feeling alone. Alone. <laughs> no, Turn feeling, around. Uh, no, uh, You'll never you, walk alone. you never walk alone, yes. So, big shout out to our Patreon subscribers, LXIV, also known as 64. Um, he does YouTube content as well, and he's a brilliant streamer. We'll, we'll have to try and get him on the show sometime. Uh, Michael Nakarato, who is also one of our uh, hardware reviewers on Stadia Source as well. So, given that there's not really that much hardware available for Stadia at the moment, he, he obviously doesn't kind of show up much. Um, as soon as more hardware becomes available, I'm sure he'll, he'll show himself. And obviously, Stadia Rocks, who we've been speaking to in the chat as well. So, uh, big thank you to you guys. And we also have one anonymous patron as well. So, uh, big shout out to you. You know who you are. So, yeah, if you literally if you, the only uh, person who does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you, Tom. <laughs> So yeah, if you're interested in becoming a patron of ours, um, the link is at the bottom of any Stadia Source page. Um, we basically have a few tiers that you can uh, help donate to if you if you wish. Uh, some of the tiers grant you access to like members only Discord groups. Um, obviously, thank yous on on the website and on our live streams. Um, even chances to play games with us and appear in one of our future live streams potentially as well. And also the top tier gives you free merch, which I believe one person I've got to be sending some merch out to you this month as well. So uh, we need to get in contact and, and find out what it is, whether it's a t-shirt hat, you know what I mean? We're flexible and we'll try and pick something that you like as well. So yeah, if you're interested in that, look it up. So, yeah, that's about wraps up our show. So, um, I don't think there's anything in the chat that we've missed, really. Yeah, there's a question from Studio Rocks. Which one? <laughs> the last. Who's put on the most weight? Probably me. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going somewhere at the moment with mine. <laughs> I did go for a walk earlier, so. All I'm going to say is someone's been eating quite a bit of uh, meringue. Hmm. <laughs> and I, I'm still running occasionally. So very, very occasionally, I think the case may be. From the police. <laughs> <laughs> Try to track you down as to why you're outside. Yeah, I'm not sure what's like out where you guys are. Uh, the places I normally run, uh, it's absolutely swarming, swarming. It's so many people. Scary. And, yeah. yeah. 
I think there was it was on the news about the amount of people that were in like London and whatnot, wasn't it? So yeah, there was a fake news thing there as well that I think got reported on the news, and this was Brighton. Brighton Beach was they kept showing scenes of like loads of people, and then the, some. I used to live in Brighton, and a load of the uh, bars and cafes that are on the seafront that look out onto the beach have like beach cams and they were showing that there's literally nobody there. So it's just a, another great fake news story that got out there as well. Just the power of social media, people going mental at people for walking around the pier and there's nobody there. Well, that's the thing. It, it It's easy to take footage of like last year and, and pass it off as being this year. Um, I'd like to think, I think we mentioned it with my, uh, my partner's, parents earlier that if you see it on the news it tends to be a bit more trustworthy because obviously they yeah. can be held accountable to that but you can't hold people accountable on facebook really because it doesn't really work like that um facebook please just yeah they can easily just remove their posts and pretend they never said it for example so but yeah i don't know if you guys have noticed but we actually put it on on the top of the uh stadia source web page today about um stay home play stadia save lives so or caring in this camp. <laughs> and it's absolutely true. Do you want to play a game? Okay. And uh, <laughs> whilst we have everybody as well, we've just had another £10, pay, uh, $10 sorry, uh, Patreon subscriber, BP Burke. Awesome. I'm guessing that's Brian. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Arigato. <laughs> Mr. Roboto. Yeah, so I'll be contacting you after the show um, just to, to say thank you in person as well. So, uh, yeah. Yes, it is. Well done, that man. Thank and you Congratulations on the uh, the first uh, episode of TSI as well. It's, it's good. Definitely, yes. I mean, I, I came in halfway through it, but I've been, been back and watched the whole show and absolutely stellar lineup of people um and yeah if you haven't seen it guys definitely check it out the stadia initiative is on the club stadia youtube and uh if you uh do a super chat for 20 dollars you're not going to do a they're going to take off all their hats <laughs> speaking of which for the longest time i did not realize that meg's backdrop is not her house I noticed that. I only went, I was playing with StreamYard earlier, and I was like, oh, let's do, oh, you can do a chroma key in here. And then I seen it, I was like, I've been tricked. <laughs> well, well, I'm doing it through OBS uh, StreamCam. So, yeah. Is it called stream, virtual Cam, sorry. That's how I'm doing it for mine at the moment. I need but... to speak to you about that because I've been trying to download it again for ages, and the GitHub is gone. <laughs> I just want to highlight this. During this crisis when we can't cut our hair, not a chance. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm trying to help you out there to get extra money, and then you're just turning it down. Huh? If you donate $30, they'll take something else off as well, and it goes up every single time by $10. What goes up? The amount of clothing they take off. <laughs> Strip stream. You watch. They're going to flood with super chats now so yeah naughty 
Right, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up then because I think we're, we're going off on massive tangents here. So thank you to everybody who's uh, who's joined us today. We've seen some new faces in here as well, so that's brilliant. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, you can catch us every Sunday at 9pm GMT um, and we're just going to carry on doing what we do. So thank you for everyone who's been here and we'll see you on that next one. <laughs> Eddie's just jumped in. Hello, Stadiosaurus. Bye, Stadiosaurus. <laughs> And everybody knows a magic uh, rule in the studio community. Hi, Eddie. We did promote your... Um... That's not it. That's not it. <laughs> it's don't subscribe to Studio Arcadia. No, I was going to say we did promote his uh, cases earlier. So if you want to go back and check that, obviously, Eddie, then... Uh... It probably doesn't, to be fair, with where that conversation is <laughs> 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 Nothing to do with Eddie's product. <laughs> Yeah, well. All right. Bye, Eddie. And we'll see you on that next one. Bye, guys. That's how. See you later. Now. <laughs> Bye. Go home, Ash. I am home. <laughs> <laughs>